welcome to Arbitral Insights, a podcast series brought to you by our international arbitration practice lawyers here at Reed Smith. I'm Peter Rosher, Global Head of Reed Smith's international arbitration practice. I hope you enjoy the industry commentary, insights and anecdotes we share with you in the course of this series, wherever in the world you are. If you have any questions about any of the topics discussed, please do contact our speakers. And with that, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Arbitral Insights. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Shai Sharvit. Shai is a partner in Gorninsky & Co., a leading law firm in Israel. And Shai was really one of the founding members of Tel Aviv Arbitration Week. And this podcast is really to discuss with Shai the Tel Aviv Arbitration Week, the next edition of which will be coming up very shortly on uh, the 13th until the 16th of March 2022. Shai has advised and represented many clients in international arbitrations under most institutional rules. He's also acted as foreign legal counsel in disputes before foreign courts, including the US federal and state courts. And Shai is a member of the court of the LCIA, a member of the UNCITRAL Experts Group on High-Tech Disputes, the Commission on Arbitration and ADR of the ICC, and the Task Force on Emergency Arbitrators at the ICC. He also serves as an ambassador of the ICC Commission on the Belt and Road Initiative. Shai, a warm welcome to you. And if I could just kick this off by asking as a first question, how did the Tel Aviv Arbitration Week get off the ground? I mean, what were the drivers for launching that event? Thank you, Peter, first of all, for inviting me for your podcast. So got off the ground actually quite by accident. There were four of us at the beginning, which are the original founders, and we all attended a conference in Israel, not at all related to arbitration. And after the conference, we went to have drinks. And we kind of planned to do drinks in the, the same conference next year. And we spoke a week later to the organizers and we told them, okay, next year we want to organize an arbitration dinner or arbitration drinks after the conference. And they told us, okay, but we decided to skip next year and not do a conference at all. So we said, okay, can we take your date? And they said, okay. And that was the first time that we actually decided to do Tel Aviv arbitration. Then it was day and it became what it became. So it was actually quite by incident and, and by the fact that there were, you know, few arbitration practitioners gathered in Tel Aviv to have drinks. And that's how it happened. Okay. Well, as accidents go, that's a very happy accident. Having had the fortune of coming out for the very first, the inaugural edition and the subsequent ones, and, and of course with Reed Smith being a sponsor since the very beginning, I mean, it, it's been fantastic to see the way that it's evolved, Shy. I mean, what have been some of the principal challenges? So I, I think the challenges can be divided into three. The first challenge is, of course, getting people to know you. International arbitration when we began 2019, was on the rise in Israel, and it still is on the rise. But still, the amount of people who are who are familiar with international arbitration who and, and who were willing to take a couple of days off from their busy schedules to hear 
about you know cutting edge discussions in in international arbitration was not many uh, it was actually more than we expected to our surprise i still remember david goldberg words in the first inaugural conference where he said we were a victim of our own success because there was no sitting room left in the conference but i think that that the first challenge was actually you know to spread the word the second challenge is you to get speakers there are a lot of international arbitration conferences as you very well know peter and and to get people to commit and and to actually come to israel and and speak at one of those conferences is something that was a challenge for us luckily for us israel is a big attraction and it's a wonderful country so that surely assisted and so, so we were able indeed to bring very good speakers such as yourself for example to speak at tel aviv arbitration day but the third challenge you know and and that would go also to to our, our next point was that israel is still partially controversial on on different countries and on different jurisdictions so to get people to understand that we are not addressing anything political on those days and and this is just purely professional arbitration conference was something that people had to get over and understand and and that was actually once we passed that and we knew that we will have a great conference yeah well i mean that's certainly been something that i have you know directly witnessed when when i've been there i mean it's not it really is a professional event which is as informative you know with the academic side with with some of the speakers as the you know social networking side and, and my goodness you do that very well um very well indeed just in terms of the speakers and the way that that's evolved i mean perhaps you could just share with us you know some of your speakers at the conference coming up in march and then perhaps some of your keynote speakers from previous conferences so i i i think that we have a really stellar lineup this year which includes and I'll, I'll just you know name a few but the names are are just in in my eyes unbelievable so we have three keynotes over the the week we have lord david wilson qc who's a minister at the ministry of justice in england we have claudia solomon who needs no introduction as as the president of the court of the icc and we have Gary Born who will give the third keynote address in addition to the keynotes we we really have amazing names including Audley Shepherd including David Rifkin so there are a lot of people coming over we have really an, an a stellar lineup one of my paris partners anna atala will be speaking on the the conference about menor arbitration i know that she's very much looking forward to that and of course it will be audley who will be moderating that so looking forward to that what i had noticed as well and this was from the very first one is just the geographical spread of people who were attending the conference yeah i i think you know it's it was really a surprise for us because you know when we thought about doing an arbitration conference in Israel we thought okay we have the main jurisdictions the main arbitral jurisdictions we will have paris we will have london we will have zurich we will have new york but we really didn't expect more and 
we continue to see every year that actually the, the delegates are coming from more and more jurisdictions. So the first year, I think we had people coming over from 10 or 12 different jurisdictions. And this year, we have people coming from Nigeria, from China, Hong Kong, the U.S., Mexico, places you would not normally expect to see at a conference, at an arbitration conference in Israel. A, it makes us very happy. It means that we're doing something right if, if people have heard of us in so many jurisdictions and are willing to come and listen to, to the conference. And, you know, it's, it's, we hope it will grow and, and we will have a bigger and bigger reach every year. Okay, well, it's certainly grown significantly since the, the first conference, Shai. In terms of the, you know, the way that you sort of organize the event, I mean, there's the LCIA conference. I think uh, certainly for the last couple of years, that, that has always been, I think, on the second day. And on the first day, there is, of course, the, the cocktail event on the Sunday evening which is uh, fabulously done. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about the programming? This year, there will be uh, five or six different side events throughout the week. This year, the LCAA will open the events on Sunday around noontime. Then the Ministry of Justice are holding their event, which is usually, in my eyes at least, the most informative and most interesting because they give you kind of the insights of how the government of Israel perceives the, uh, the different developments in international arbitration. This year, they will focus on the Abraham Accords, which are naturally a big thing in Israel. And about they will kind of give all information about the inside ropes of how the negotiation went about and, and how the bilateral investment treaty, for example, between Israel and the UAE was drafted. So that, that is really interesting. Then we will start the main event on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, which will go on until the end of Monday. Tuesday, we will have probably a breakfast for the Anglo-Russian Law Association, then an ICC event, then probably a YAF event. And the evening of Tuesday, we will have the Young Practitioners event. And on Wednesday, we have Chartered Institute of Arbitrators Seminar, which will hold their first ever seminar in Israel, which is also something really interesting to look forward to. That's the general professional program. But as you, Peter, are well aware, we also have a lot, a lot, a lot of social events and, and, and gatherings and actually parties that we are holding. So it's, it's going to be massive this year. No, that's great. Any surprises over the years? Any stories you want to share? We had several surprises, but I think that the fact that we were unable to follow through with the event on, on 2021, mainly because of COVID, was a bit of a surprise for us. But, but I think that the fact that we were still able to do a conference at 2020 was the biggest surprise. I don't know if you remember... But I, I do. <laughs> it was, you know, end of February, early March. And, and you know, everybody globally were thinking, okay, so it's COVID. And, and during the week of the conference, it actually became very serious. And I, I remember a month before the conference, I was in Paris for a hearing. And 
they were broadcasting on the news that the first five cases were were found in in France, and we thought, you know, it's nothing; it will it, it will go away. And then the, the following month, we had to do Tel Aviv Arbitration Day, and it, it was again it was a four day event, and during the fourth day, the fourth and last day. We were sitting at the last event, which was the Young Practitioner event. And I remember sitting and then getting a message on my mobile that said that all people that came from France, Switzerland, Germany, Spain, had to go through mandatory quarantine. So midway through the conference, I had to inform all my guests from those countries that they need to book a flight to get out of the country now or else they will be they will have to stay in their hotel room for 10 days so we, it was really you know surreal in that sense that we had to do it midway through the conference but luckily for us we just you know escaped the, the first really hard lockdown by by really an inch and we were i think the last international arbitration conference to take place in person before covid you were and i remember very well because i sort of had the travel plans to come out and then there was a slight hesitation but but not too much because as you say it was all quite surreal and it was during the course of those four days that things suddenly became much more serious and um, we went into lockdown in france i mean i think it was pretty much immediate after after i got back from that conference so no all very strange what would you say makes the Tel Aviv Arbitration Week different from other arbitration weeks around the world? I think there are two main differences in that sense. A, it's the fact that it's much less formal than, you know, everything else around the world. I, I remember after the first conference, someone came to me because we went to drinks and they came to me and, and asked me if there's a dress code, the cocktail bar we went drinking. And and I told him, yes, there is a dress code. You have to wear pants. So that that was actually, you know, kind of symbolizes how we perceive the conference. We don't perceive it, you know, as, as a tied down, you know, very formal issue. We, we try to be very light and try to be very informal. And, and I think that is one of the main attractions because, you know, it's, it's sometimes difficult for people to sit through a conference where everybody is are very serious and are very uh, formal, and we try to do the opposite. So, so that is, I think, one of the main issues. But, but I think that the main feature and, and the, the things that sets us apart from everyone is, is actually Tel Aviv. And, and you had the, the pleasure of enjoying Tel Aviv. But it is indeed one of the, in, in my eyes, best cities in the world. It's literally alive 24-7. There's a beach, which is amazing. So people really love Israel and really love Tel Aviv. So they come here to enjoy not only the, the professional intrigue, but also the beach immediately after. So it, it has the, the best combination that, that you can think of in that sense. That's fantastic. There, there certainly is a magic about it. I haven't managed to make it to the beach yet, but uh, perhaps 2022, <laughs> it will happen. So this year, and, and we, you and I haven't spoken about that, but this year's venue is literally located on the ocean. So 
you can actually see the water from the main hall. So it's, it's going to be really out of this world. Fantastic. Well, I look very much forward to that. And what about plans sort of 2023 and beyond? Bigger and better or retirement? It will depend on how this year, you know, <laughs> conference will go. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But, you know, we kind of founded the conference as a way to spread the international arbitration world in Israel. And although we have come a long way, and I think that it is, international arbitration has now become, I wouldn't say a household concept, but, you know, a very familiar concept in Israel. It is still not used enough, and lawyers in Israel are still not familiar enough with international arbitration. So we will stop or retire once we feel that we spread the word enough. But I think it's, a, it's an endless effort. You know, you can do it more and more and more. So, you know, for the future, bigger and better, always. Absolutely. Well, I think that that's a great note on which to end this podcast, Shai. Thank you very much indeed for, for sharing your thoughts and sort of insights on the Tel Aviv Arbitration Week with us. And I look forward to seeing you uh, between the 13th and the 16th of March this year. Thank you very much, Peter. And thank you again for inviting me. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Arbitral Insights is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's global international arbitration practice, email arbitralinsights at reedsmith.com. To learn about the Reed Smith Arbitration Pricing Calculator, a first-of-its-kind mobile app that forecasts the cost of arbitration around the world, search Arbitration Pricing Calculator on reedsmith.com or download for free through the Apple and Google Play app stores. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, ReadSmith.com, and our social media accounts at ReadSmith LLP on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Any views, opinions, or comments made by any external guest speaker are not to be attributed to Reed Smith LLP or its individual lawyers. All rights reserved.